Well, hello there, Milwaukee. And wherever else you might be, you're tuned in to 91.7 WMSE, and this program is Local Live. Thanks for joining us again. We do this each and every Tuesday at 6 p.m. My name is Cal. I'm here with Aaron. Good evening, Aaron. Good evening. Good evening. (laughs) Good evening. There's an echo. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Not really. Fake echo. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just creating one. I I like doing that sometimes. Um, Anyway, (laughs) Cal, Cal, I'm really glad you're here this week. Cal's going to be out of the office next week. He is going to be in the throes of the Milwaukee Film Fest. So I'm enjoying his company while I can. Um, So for for this round of local live tonight, let's let's introduce our guests. We've got. Will It Burn, a trip-hop duo out of Milwaukee. A very mysterious trip-hop duo. Not much is known about them. There was like a little blurb in the Shepherd Express when uh, their EP and other circumstances came out on Bandcamp. But other than that, man, there's not much to find on them. There is a website, but but it's pretty uh, hit or miss. So we're hoping that we can all learn together about Will It Burn. Yes. I'm excited. Me I, too. I, from what I understand, this is the official release show for their new album, no which way. is called "In Other Circumstances." Uh, I guess that might be because, uh, as far as we know, they have never played live before. So, but the album, I, I believe, came out at least on iTunes last week, and uh, yeah, it's uh, like you said, trip hop has become like the go-to tag for these guys, and uh, I. I was kind of trying to think of another current trip hop artist and I was totally failing. So I decided to like look on Wikipedia, the infallible resource for all information. And they mentioned things like how to destroy angels, Lana Del Rey, FKA twigs. And that kind of boggled my mind because I just, I never really associated any of those acts with trip hop. I think maybe I, Maybe I associate trip hop with the '90s in particular, and I don't know. I guess, I guess I can kind of see it, but uh, I think that the, that uh, will it burn for me is is certainly more along those lines than any of the things mentioned in like the modern terms. But maybe a little bit more upbeat and a little bit more eclectic than what I think of as trip hop. But you know, who cares about all these little specific labels and stuff? It's just. Uh, you know, really interesting and out there uh, pop music to me. Kind of reminds me of the of the books at times with all the different types of samples and stuff that they use, and maybe a little bit of like old Beck when he was still doing weird like <laughs> mishmashes of genres and stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, there's there's definitely like with trip hop, there's a '90s. Uh, time time warp you have to like kind of look past i mean right now like when i think of fk twigs and lana del rey i don't think of trip hop yeah me neither. at all um I, I i can yeah i don't know right where i hear uh similarities is the whole beck thing there's a little bit of funk and genre bending elements going on with uh will it burn stuff um maybe a little luscious jackson yeah here from the 90s kind of thing maybe i've heard uh, like references to garbage and shirley manson with uh m's vocal styling m is uh the vocalist for will it burn and eight zero is on the beats a really nice 
clean outfit here. They travel light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. They look really, they look cool as cucumbers for performing their first live thing. They're just like ready to roll it. So what do you think? I think we should just let them do their thing. Absolutely. I think I'll play this little, uh, little piece of uh, sponsorship here and we'll be right back with some live music. WMSE's Local Live is brought to you by The Garage, off Brady Street, next to the Hi-Hat Lounge. The Garage carries over 70 beers and features a menu of burger creations, wings, house-made sandwiches, and appetizers. The Garage hosts an extensive outdoor patio, is open daily at 11 a.m., and offers weekend brunch at 10 a.m. Information at garageonbrady.com. All right, we're going to send it out live to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman live performance studio. Here they are. Will it burn?
that was actually the uh, the single off our newly released album, which came out last Tuesday. Uh, this next one is a song we call Dead Men. Dead Men. circumstances it actually comes from the refrain of this song and this song is called Caesar Listen see that funny sound I hear every day it almost sounds like music Ha, 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 
next one here on our our list. I'm told I'm not allowed to make the joke, but I'm going to do it anyway. S-words and daggers. Swords and daggers. <laughs> Swords and daggers. The title, Mrs. Connery. For 100. Swallowed by an illusion. An illusion brought to life by the concept of justice. Wives turned to rock and scribes long gone with who knows what to wager. Then there is disconnect between the flock and intellect, and wolves lurk in the shadows of the stable. And who goes up and who goes down is not a power we've been given. And while we're quick, we're to perceive we just control our own decisions cause who is right and who is wrong lays itself out in swords and daggers and taking life find justified and you don't care what gods you Nothing but grief and suffering. Let us 
was Swords and Daggers. Um, the last one here for our little set here was inspired by a bridge I walked by on the south side of Milwaukee. This one is called City Song.
Get more Milwaukee-made music on WMSE's local lunchbox every Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. when WMSE Midday hosts spin a handful of local music from newly released albums to some of their old favorites. Then tune in for the Boogie Bang Gang's Milltown Thang every Saturday at 1 p.m. featuring the best Milwaukee R&B, rap, and hip-hop. WMSE, providing you the best in local music daily at 1 p.m. Local Lunchbox on WMSE is supported by Outpost Natural Foods. working the third shift, driving a van on Friday morning, scanning the airwaves, searching for some intelligent musical life form when I stumbled upon the Jing Jong triple play. The concoction of modern musical genius was but all too much for me to bear. And I returned from my shift, called Mr. Nink, and said as a matter of pressing importance, I must trade you some bakery for a mixtape of your design. Reluctantly, he conceded, and five minutes later I was at the studio with Mr. Nink. He was frightened at the possibility that I might be as strange as he is. But his tummy could not resist the French morning pastry that I possessed. A couple of rolls later, and I was in the captain's chair, with Mr. Nink fast asleep amidst a pile of vinyl and pecan rolls. I was left to my devices. Dr. Fell and the Jing Jong triple play. Hip-hop, electronic, a rock, and the modern beyond. When Mr. Nink woke, he said that I should stay until he returned from Italy. But finding his Frau in Milan, they made a Milan of their own and never returned, leaving me, Dr. Fell, to continue a tradition of cutting-edge musical madness every Friday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on the one and only 91.7 WMSE Milltown, providing the freshness for your breakfast. The soothing sounds of Dr. Fell. We're all giggling about it. <laughs> Debbie is. Anyway. <laughs> we like it. We like it. Thanks, Dr. Fell. Always. And thanks to everybody who's tuned in. This is Local Live on WMSE, and we're back in the studio here with Willet Byrne. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Absolutely. Can you uh, introduce yourselves to our audience? I am Em. I have the, I'm the vocalist and uh, lyricist for the most part of the group. Uh, eight zero, and I do all the production. All right, that was easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> very easy. We don't have five people there. <laughs> Just simple, simple. Um, did you two meet creating music, or did you start creating music together after you got together? Because you're a couple. Yeah. So. Um. So I mean, I've been doing beats uh for a very long time on my own, and uh, maybe like 15 years ago, I started thinking I'd like to work with a vocalist. Uh, to you know go along with the instrumental stuff I was doing and um there were uh, uh a few girls who I had come over and you know I was seek- trying to find someone to work with and nothing really ever panned out it was just like what are you doing you got a lot of records and you're in your basement you know <laughs> and uh you know and um I wasn't making like the usual music people are used to maybe I don't know and uh I met M and uh it was probably wasn't until after a month after I met her and I was like wait you you sing so it was like all right well this will make sense then let's just uh let's roll with that well and i've i've always uh i've always been a writer and in high school i'd say a terrible writer i I go back and look at some of those things we (laughs) that i still have on file and thank goodness i've maybe matured since then everybody's uh, terrible in high school Oh man it's bad (laughs) bad stuff so um yeah it, it was it was really nice he actually had a 
I don't care what he says about being a basement. It was it was a nice little studio down there. It had a little, little nook for me to do my singing in. Um, and we've, what is this, like our fourth studio now that we're in? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's been was, about an eight-year eight eight no venture. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? Uh, was, I don't know. That wasn't Maybe in I the must contract. Have, must have misheard that. <laughs> so when was this that you guys started to... Uh, to work together, 2006. Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight or nine years ago, I'd say, yeah. for okay. sure. Um, and and actually quite a few of our things have, have stuck around since then where we're trying yeah. to, two to get them out there. Two, <laughs> two songs on the album are probably about 10 years. No, not 10 years old, probably like nine years old. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, because we're outdated, it just all sounds the same. It just took a while <laughs> to uh, you know get the dust off of them. We did, put some th- public. We, we did put something out. We put an EP out back in 2011. Actually, mm-hmm. September of 2011. We didn't tell anyone. Nope. And that's if, if you're interested in like putting records out, it's a really uh, bad strategy <laughs> because <laughs> then it's like, well, no one, no one heard it. So we kind of just like removed that and um, worked on stuff off and on, and we mm-hmm. finally got a big enough collection of stuff i would say and uh, yeah we were we were ready to put something out for real oh, sometimes it's best to take your time and not rush things right mm-hmm. craftsmanship so you, you guys kind of i mean you see each other every day like how do you decide when it's time to work on music uh well the process is mostly that i'll put beats together sort of like um uh little snippets of things you know like i'll do like a two minute version of a beat and i'll just I'll, I'll get through a creative period and i'll have a bunch of stuff done and it'll be on her ipod and things will be playing and and she can kind of be inspired by that or you know there's her past writings that she talked about you can go back to those and something retro fits in mm-hmm. yeah for sure and and it is a lot of being inspired because there are some beats that you know it just takes a while to find the right the right lyrics to go with something um one of my one of my favorite tracks on the album is called Be Still. And I would say, how long was that around before we finally found lyrics? Three, four years. Three, four years until finally something fit perfectly because it, it is one of my favorite tracks on that album. Um, it's my favorite thing to sing. And so for years, I just I couldn't find anything good enough for it. So, <laughs> you know, the process sometimes takes a while. And I don't hear, I mean, she'll, once we, we develop a beat, and she'll say, okay, we need to expand this part. Let's do something here, move this around. And we'll kind of structure it into her song. The first time she starts singing, like in the studio, that's my first time hearing like, oh, these are the lyrics that go with it. And that's kind of a cool surprise because I'm like the first one that gets to hear it. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. tell her to do another take. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, eight zero. how long have you been making beats? Was it something that you did in high school? Or? So, I st- if, if the first... Uh, I started making really, really bad <laughs> little rap tracks uh, in 1989. So uh, I really always wanted to be making hip hop music and um, kind of after the golden age of hip hop and uh, ending in 95-ish, I, I kind of got a little bit disillusioned and I just I started doing things my own way, kind of inspired more to keep collecting records and just not listening to what's out there and um, just putting it together my own stuff no regard for oh i don't know if this sounds cool enough or i don't know if this is too weird to sample a, a banjo or something i would just do it and i think that i like that i have a unique sound i'm not trying to sound conceited mm-hmm. but like um i might sample things other people might pass up okay so so you listen to the golden age of hip-hop mm-hmm. but did you also like listen to like 
you know <clears throat> the the artists that took like the inspiration from that uh, like Beck or Moby for example also did a little bit of that weird sampling I, I, I love uh, Beck because he's for me it's like someone we can look at it's like well there's vocals and there's uh, it, it's he'll mix genres together and, and that's more similar to what we do and it's always hard for us to tell people like oh well what do you sound like I don't really know it's like well Tori Amos meets Paul's Boutique you know I, I don't know <laughs> um but the influence uh, of being a, you know, being in the high, being in high school in the early 90s, it's like there was a lot of influences from my friends who listened to like Nitzareb, Meat Beat Manifesto, uh, industrial stuff, heavy metal stuff like Helmet, which I, lo- I still love today. And I think by not being uh, insular in what I listened to and what I was influenced by, like just, oh, I'm just going to make hip hop. And, and I did fall into that for a while where it's like, no, you can make broad, interesting things by not listening to what you're trying to do. I just think that's a my little mantra of how I like to do things. I don't like to listen to what's current because I might start sounding like that. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I've I've heard that from artists before that they don't they don't want to be because they feel like it'll become I don't know like they'll they'll turn trendy if they listen to the trends. So they want to you know shy away from it as much as possible. Um, how how is it is it true that you guys never have performed live before tonight? This is it. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been telling uh, telling folks around us, you know, let us know how it translates because at at some point in time we we suddenly realized, well, this might be something that we could do live, but hadn't really anticipated putting together in that particular way. So y- you know, mentioning that some of these songs have been in the works for eight years, it's hard to go back and say when we first started creating this eight years ago. How do you now take this and and do this as a live performance when you know we're so ingrained with what that was? So it was actually kind of a, a fun process to figure out how to do these in a, an entirely different way. And so, what were some of the big changes so far as from like what you recorded to what you did tonight? Did there were some tracks that were. Uh, well, there was two tracks on the album that were really old, and I no longer even have the instrumental versions of those <laughs> to, to do anything with. I could reconstruct them, but we're we're moving on. Um, there were some that you didn't feel as comfortable singing. Um, well, um, Polish Moon and for 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 range purposes, yeah. just making sure that I'm I'm able to do that, you know, on demand mm-hmm. is not always the greatest, especially when everybody I know is getting sick right now. <laughs> not the best for a vocalist. So I've been uh, warding off all the colds and, f- and whatnot around me. But um, I-, I would say, too, because so much of what we do, once we put it together, you know, Eight will sit in the studio and he'll kind of play with it and, and work with, um, you know, different effects. Is that the right uh, word yeah, here? Yeah, mi- doing a mix D- of the Different song, mixes yeah. of the song. You know, we get so used to hearing what it sounds like after he's put that together that hearing it more raw with just the raw vocals and, and just really played straight through you know, it's it's just not something we've heard maybe in and a while. I kind of had to deconstruct it to to basically, so I'm not a glorified you know push play, and I'm okay. The song's going, <laughs> right. my job's over. So like, I had to deconstruct it in a way that like I'm adding the samples in, but not overloading myself to the point of like quality, you know, going down. Sure. So that was mm-hmm. it, it was that was us trying to strike the balance of like, okay, how much can we do live and make it still sound okay without sacrificing um, for the sake of looking more complicated (laughs) (laughs) so for all the gear nerds out there can you tell people what your setup is Uh, so uh starting with the microphone we use an uh is it sm7b it's a sure microphone um before that we were using a ksm series uh sure microphone and 
because of M's inflection that was uh, causing a lot of problems because it was a... Um, I have really, really harsh S's. Yeah. So <laughs> so we wanted to move to something else. We went with a SM7B, which uh, her voice on recording sounds great. And uh, when I first started, I was using uh, an MPC uh, sampling drum machine to put everything together. And uh, now I've just moved pretty much straight to using Ableton Live, which is a uh, production software. And uh, 99, 98% of the stuff all comes off of vinyl records. Mm -hmm. um, some of the movie quotes and obscure stuff we use that obviously comes off the DVD, but uh, our studio is just like piled with records and um, I put the stuff together and then it's kind of a maze yeah. of records in there actually. Yeah. Yeah. And cats and, and records, <laughs> cats, dogs and records. Yeah. Well, and, and we both look for different things in the vinyl too, which I think really has helped enhance our sound because mm -hmm. he's really into, you know, the bass lines and the drum breaks and, you know, finding that driving force. And because I'm a lyricist, because I, I write a lot, I'm looking more for the spoken word type stuff. So I bring home a lot of the things that he rolls his eyes at, which Not is, always. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> which tends to be a lot of like how to records, like how to play the violin. <laughs> I love, I love those kinds of things or preaching records because or it's amazing what you can find on those. She'll things. buy a record because she liked the guy's jacket. You yeah. Know, like yeah. I'm really, really a sucker for look a, at bad, his hair. a bad seventies <laughs> jacket, but it probably is pretty amazing music. Every once you know. in a while. I mean, I maybe get one for every ten. <laughs> I, think, I think, as far as gear concerned, it is important, like that. It's we're not just like finding something someone else found on YouTube mm -hmm. and be like, oh yeah, we'll sample this. It's mm -hmm. just like I'm hearing what I'm hearing, and it's it's catching my ear right off the record. So yeah, records, Ableton Live, and a microphone. That's about the simplest. Uh, yeah, yeah, good description. And a turntable. There you go. Yeah, there was some scratching going on out there yeah. with. Uh, just just now when we mm -hmm. were seeing too so it wasn't like a wasn't a total button pushing experience no and, and <laughs> also nobody can see him dancing out there but uh you know yeah i, I can't <laughs> help it you know uh, i think that's why you guys have to translate this to an actual live performance one of these days is there <laughs> smoke are there machines any, and fogs any plans yeah. to uh play live at all we've we, talked about it yeah, yeah we've talked about it i think um and this is probably pretty common with other bands like um now that like this album is out and we're doing a little bit of promotion for it and stuff it's like let's get the ep going let's let's start on the new stuff because we've been living with these songs uh for so long mm -hmm. but um we, we would have stuff in the works i'm so excited to get like started on yeah yeah like tomorrow yeah <laughs> no we don't have time tomorrow but um we would like to do some shows in the future and mm -hmm. uh translate it live it's just a matter of and i think know, it's gonna be there. easier too with you know a future ep because we're actually um, going into it with that mindset you know previous things we hadn't actually anticipated doing a live show so you know, being able to go forward and and figure and out as live. as we're putting that piece together okay how would we actually perform this i think that makes a huge difference yeah okay well uh should get you guys back out and uh, play yes. a couple more songs All for right. us right now do you want to tell people where they can find your music first before we so before we it's out it. on itunes amazon cd baby you can listen to it on spotify all the mm -hmm. um online stuff and uh find us on facebook on come facebook. be my friend yeah you can like like yeah. us on facebook uh we probably will, we're gonna start posting some um alternate versions of songs instrumentals mm -hmm. you know just little rare finds and um little snippets yeah but uh mainly you can check out willitburnband.com Okay. And uh, that's the main site with us, and you can listen to an interview there and uh, songs and I don't know all sorts of stuff. You can contact us there as well. 
It's the internet. Anyways, you can do anything. Book a show. Book a future show. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic. All right. All right. Well, let's hear some more uh, live music from Will It Burn. We're just going to play a couple of messages first, and we'll be right back. Stop and listen. WMSC's acclaimed weekly segment, Local Live, is now available as a free downloadable podcast, conveniently side-by-side with all of your favorite music podcasts over at iTunes. Listen to each week's edition of Local Live after it happens every Tuesday night and absorb some of Milwaukee and Wisconsin's most creative, complex, and charismatic music, stories, and personalities. Go to iTunes and type in WMSE to find Local Live as a podcast, along with other great WMSE podcasts, including The Disclaimer and Trap Set with Joe Wong. Hi, my name is Haven. And my name is Danya. We are the hosts of The Wave Tank, a radio program dedicated to showcasing a wide variety of synthesized electronic music with a focus on the darker and colder end of the spectrum. We are not purists, though. We'll play what sounds good, whether it be new or old, analog or digital. We'll even play the occasional rock and roll track. But chances are, if it uses keyboards, it will float in the wave tank. So come on in. The water is cold. Wave Tank. Heard every Tuesday night at midnight until 3 a.m. Wednesdays on the Mighty 91.7 FM WMS. All right, we're going to send it back out to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman live performance studio one more time. Here's Will It Burn. All right, this song is called Tomorrow Perhaps, and it is... uh, Actually, a fun thing that Eight's putting together here, it's a bit of the original and a bit of the remix, both of which can be found on the album we just released. So uh, listen for that transition. Today I began to find myself. Tomorrow, perhaps, I will begin to find you.
Last one here that we're going to do for you tonight, the one that I mentioned earlier, is uh, my personal favorite to sing. This is a track called Be Still. Stand still a minute.
My name is Chris Twiner, and I'm an original WMSE DJ. My show hours back in 1980, 35 years ago, were Saturday morning, 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. Still on Saturdays in 2015, 3 to 5 p.m. every third Saturday. Love playing music, you know, bands from the past that are still in there, like Iggy Pop and Bob Dylan. Current bands like J.O. and Sugar Stems and Go Go Slow, Shonen Knife. I like discovering new music. There's always new things that I know I'm not aware of, and I bring other DJs on or friends that bring their collections in to play their music. Gives me a break once in a while. Every third Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. My name's Chris, WMSC Milwaukee. It's a little bit funny This feeling inside We've reached that time in the program again when Elton John comes on. <laughs> Our good pal Elton. Our good old pal Elton. <laughs> what a guy. So, you you two, what did you pick for your This Is Your Song choice? Uh, we, uh, interestingly enough, when we knew we had to bring a song in, independent of each other, we both thought... Wax, Wax Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, and we, we came up with the uh, we were the af- artist before. <laughs> we were afraid the other, other person would be like, "Well, that wasn't really what I was thinking." But yeah, uh, so we both <laughs> picked Wax Taylor. Uh, he's a French uh, DJ and producer, and um, puts samples together similar to the way we do. And uh, he has, as M says it, uh, an upcycling, taking mm-hmm. old and making it new, forgotten pieces of music and dialogue, and it's. Um, it's really good, and it, it fits into the vein of what we strive to be. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I, I was not familiar with this this artist, so I'm looking forward to hearing this. He's wonderful. Aaron was Aaron was uh, she's up on that a little bit more than me, I guess. So. Oh, it's the she WSC had library we've got. It's <laughs> cheating. <laughs> it's really cheating. It's kind of cheating. I dig it though. It's it's good stuff. So what's uh, this the special significance of this track? Uh, we we listen to a lot of the Wax Taylor stuff and trying to figure out what's what's going to be the song, and. Um, there were a couple contenders. There were a couple, and actually this wasn't originally the first choice, and then after going through the album again, I, I changed my mind. Yes. But I just, I love what he does, and I've said if if I had any talent in doing what 8 does, I would want to be Wax Taylor. So <laughs> I, I love this guy. It's just a, it's a fun combination of um, old dialogue, uh, mm-hmm. good turntable work, and amazing fun little samples. Yeah, I think this is a really good example of, of in general what he does. All right, well, let's take a listen to this. It's called The Tune by Wax Taylor. That's the Willet Burns choice for This Is Your Song. Sometimes I get a tune in my head like that, and pretty soon I hear somebody else humming it, too. I remember. Uh, it, it's on the tip of my tongue. Here's the tune. I can't get that tune out of my head. Like you like that?
Local Live on WMSC was supported by a donation from The Garage on Arlington at Brady Street. Open daily at 11 a.m. and 10 a.m. on the weekends for brunch. The Garage offers an open and casual atmosphere with rotating craft beers on tap, seven HD screens for catching sporting events, burgers, wings, and an extensive outdoor patio. Information at garageonbrady.com. All right, it is 7.01. You're tuned in to 91.7 FM. WMSE, the big sound downtown. This has been Local Live. I'm going to give you a little weather here before we say farewell. Uh, It is currently 55 degrees outside. Tonight it's going to be partly cloudy with a low around 53 and breezy. Tomorrow's going to be sunny with a high near 58, also breezy. And tomorrow night, mostly clear with a low around 49, once again breezy. That's that's your weather. I love the icon. For this the evening. National Weather Service has like a wind. <laughs> There's sock. a little windsock on the picture. Yes, way to go, uh, National Weather Service. Thumbs up. <laughs> so, will it burn? Thanks so much mm-hmm. for uh, for coming on our show Thank and uh, having us yes. be Thank our you. your first live performance. Uh, tell Ooh. people once again where they can find your music iTunes, Amazon, other f- online fine purveyors of sound like uh, Spotify. Spotify, and uh, you can check our stuff out at willitburnband.com, and you can like us on the Facebook. Like me on Facebook. Seriously, you guys. <laughs> All right. Wise words. Like everyone on Facebook. All right. Well, uh, and hopefully in a live uh, performance somewhere nearby soon. There you go. So we want to thank everyone for tuning in to tonight's edition of WMSE's Local Live. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf, Cal Roach, and Don Moore, and is engineered by Billy Cicerelli. And hospitality for local live artists is provided by Milwaukee Pizza Company, who can be found at milwaukeepizzacompany.com, by Sparker Brewing Company. More information at sparkerbrewery.com and Anadan Coffee, who are found online at anadancoffee.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmse.org and also find us on iTunes 
as a podcast. Hooray. That's what Local Live is, <laughs> so you can listen. And uh, tune in again next Tuesday at 6 for another edition of Local Live. We're going to welcome uh, Chris Rosano, who is uh, known for his guitar work in Volcano Choir, Collections of Colonies of Bees, Pele. Um, he's going to be treating us to a solo set. Always amazing. So stay tuned for Midnight Radio, and uh, Aaron, we'll see you next week. I'll be gone next week, but I'll be back in two weeks. So. Yeah. Have fun, Milwaukee. We'll we'll see you next time.